This is Lindsley Register, a.k.a. Laura from The Walking Dead, and you are listening to the Stuff and Things podcast. Hey, you. Dumbass. Yeah, you in the tank. Cozy in there? Welcome to the Stuff and Things podcast. Your home for all stuff related to your favorite things in entertainment. Now, here are your hosts. We tell ourselves that we are the walking dead. Hello everybody and welcome to the new episode of the Stuff and Thangs podcast. I am Sam. We are talking about the final ever episode of The Walking Dead today. It is season 11, episode 24. Joining me to discuss this episode, my partner in crime, it's Stefan. Hello. How you doing, mate? Oh, so I've had uh, about 15 or 16 hours to uh, to process. Uh, I'm not yeah. doing okay, man. I am not doing okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow yeah and did wow. you like the intro by the way I, I didn't tell you I about did. it I wanted to leave it as a surprise yeah yeah you bring in a, a good friend and uh, and then a sound clip from the beginning just to really you know top me off on this one yeah 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 so uh, in case anyone didn't know that was Lindsley Register a friend of the show and saviour extraordinaire uh, she uh, gave us the voiceover to, to welcome everyone to the show. And in that clip was the first time you ever hear Glenn's voice in The Walking Dead. Rick is trying to avoid a horde in Atlanta, gets inside a tank, and then he hears that over the radio. And I managed to grab the audio and put it over our our intro music, which took me far longer than I want to admit. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, and then of course, Rick Grimes famously... When he told everybody in that barn during a storm that this is how we live now, we are the walking dead. Which still for me is like one of those most iconic scenes in the entire series. I'd agree, yeah. However, we're not talking about the entire series today. We are talking about the finale. Now, this does close the show, uh, which is a massive chapter for me and, and Stefan and Alfie, who was here before, yeah, because this podcast began purely talking about The Walking Dead. Uh, stuff on Thangs was a Rick Grimes-ism <laughs> that became the name of the podcast. Over time, it's obviously evolved. We talk about all sorts of stuff and all sorts of we, thangs. We now have t-shirts and beanbags. Stranger and Thangs. Yep. Oh yeah, merchandise available. Check the website. Uh, but we, uh, this show is going to be dedicated to Season 11, Episode 24. Title of the episode was... Rest in Peace. Correct. Uh, But we will uh, probably put together a show. Once there's a little bit more news on uh, dates, etc. for the spin-offs, we're going to do a show basically talking about the whole of The Walking Dead, uh, picking out episodes, our favourite bits, picking out characters, possibly a little waltz through the seasons... And that will be our kind of final thing, but we're both still a little raw from the finale, so <laughs> we're, we're we're gonna we're gonna focus on that episode, and and then we we got that to come in the future, and we'll obviously let you know via the socials when that's coming out. So, my friend, are you ready to dive into this? I am ready, sir. I am ready. Okay, so um, 
the very opening of this, uh, we, me and you discussed a little bit last week. Our group of survivors were very much penned in. Uh, walkers everywhere. The Commonwealth foot soldiers quite literally cordoning off the area, forcing all of these walkers into the streets where our people were. And we kind of saw, you know, Judith had been shot. Daryl's carrying her, very reminiscent of Rick carrying Carl from all the way back. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we get this scene where he managed, they managed to get to the hospital, but the Commonwealth soldiers are there, and they knock Daryl out. Daryl's, like, running around looking for help, and they just clock him, and they're, they're like, grabbing meds and running. Judith... Yeah, proper laid out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, proper laid out. He's out cold. Now, Judith, who has been shot... And is on a gurney, yeah. and is kind of blurry-eyed, barely move, spots Daryl down, spots walkers approaching the doors, gets off of her gurney, and quite literally saves his life before collapsing. This truly gun. is, yeah. truly is the child of the apocalypse. We used to talk about Carl, but Carl lived before. This lit- This is the child of the apocalypse. Yeah. And it was... I, I was watching it, it's funny because I know sometimes when you watch shows and stuff like this, you'll be like, oh, come on, how realistic is this? Or, oh, come on, really? You know, would a kid do that? And I'm kind of like, yeah, Judith would. Jude, Judith Judith would do that. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I was fully, fully on board, fully embracing it, and fully just, you know, cheering her on as she did it. Um, we see them come to... Um, and obviously, uh, the others have obviously arrived. They were a little bit behind, but the others have arrived, like Carol, etc. Um, yeah. And and we we do get to see, for me, the first of the horrifically harrowing moments in this. Yeah, there's a few. Luke, uh, who's part of the group who arrived that Judith saved, a uh, little core group who've basically been together a long time. I'm not sure if they've been together since the start, but certainly a very long time. Yeah. And Luke uh, and his uh, partner from Oceanside, Jules. she yeah. she is unfortunately taken out. And in the process of that, Luke is bit badly. Um, yeah. They try to save him by removing the infected area, but it's, he's bleeding out. And yeah. all of the people he arrived with were at his bedside, which <laughs> it's, it's wonderful that he's not dying alone, okay? But, but that scene, that guy is a very good actor. He's in the Fantastic Beast movies and makes those films for me. His his kind of straight man to the magic world makes those films very watchable and enjoyable. Possibly not the yeah. last one, but I don't think anyone could save the last one. But <laughs> he is a very good actor. And in this, he, you know, it's like they just basically said to him, oh, Luke, we're going to bring you back like, to kill you off in this scene and we want you to really go for it. <laughs> man... Just a little side note, because I'm going to ask you about the scene in your thoughts, but just as a side note, just in general, the whole episode, I said this to you via message, and I want to say it now before I forget. I felt, as an audience member and as a fan of the show, every single actor brought their absolute best to this finale. And I will forever, forever be thankful. Because I went into this finale with a real dread of how it was going to end. And a kind of a, a limp, a kind of a just another episode, just another season finale feeling to it. 
But they made it not that. Yeah. They they acted like... It, it was always like the love for the show kind of came out yeah. through the characters. Like, they really... Every yeah. single person, absolute A-game. Absolutely agree. So, uh, my friend, I'm going to put it to you, the scene. So, Daryl is with Judith. Uh, Carol is doing a blood transfusion, and they're basically just looking on. And so, they are looking on, and we as the audience, therefore, are looking on. I mean, <laughs> your thoughts, man, because I find it hard. I find it really tough to watch. It was, it like, Luke was one of those characters where he, he just about fitted into the B-list yeah. of characters. You know, he, he definitely wasn't an A-list. No, no, no. Um, just about probably squeezed from the C list to the B list because he hasn't been very likable character. Very likable character. He's just watched his his partner get ripped apart in front of him. Yeah. And, and now he's you know they've sort you can see the amount of blood and they've sawn the leg off. Yeah. The lovely the fact they just left like the hacksaw just sat there next to his leg and stuff. It was like yeah, oh. it was like we just he's talked about the actors. Like... Everybody, everybody in this props, <laughs> special yeah. effects. Everyone brought their absolute A game to the finale, and like I said, I, I can't, I can't thank them enough because it, it just no. it was incredible. But that scene, the emotion because, of the group all being there, losing him together. Because this is what oh. I was about to say. Because that guy is a good actor, and he did, you know, he did phenomenally well in a, in a dying situation. But you can only act that well if you like in that situation if the people around you are giving back. Yeah, and every one of them around that table was in pieces. Oh, completely. Completely. And to the point that I could completely believe that that was a loved one. That was family. That was someone yeah. that they cannot possibly fathom a world without losing. And they just... It was so... <laughs> it's going to sound horrible because of the scene, but it was just so good. It was just yeah, so good. Yeah, I know what you mean. And it kind one of, of the it things... completely drew apart Sorry. from the fact that, obviously, you've got... Judith potentially bleeding out on a table. Yeah, yeah. Daryl and Carol sorting out this blood transfusion. With Carol like, you yeah. need to be a match. And Daryl going, yeah. it don't bloody matter. Just get blood enough. Don't worry. I used to sell well, blood well, as a kid. It's fine. Like, yeah, right, well, okay. well Daryl Darryl knew his blood group because they used to force him. I mean, that was such a throwaway line. Yeah. My blood goes with everything. I used They used to make me give blood for money as a kid. I'm like, wow. You yeah, forget what how a life. bad his childhood was. <laughs> yeah. But it's like that kind of that's all happening, and that if there was something else happening alongside it, that would yeah. be a major scene. Like, oh my god, is yeah. the blood transfusion yeah. has saved Judith? What a yeah. move! That, but alongside yeah, what was actually happening, that was just... like background. It was, yeah. and it was done so well because they it we felt like as the audience, like we were Carol and Daryl, yeah. we were watching that, and you could see them looking at each other like, what's happening there is like me losing you or you losing me, or us losing when we lost Rick. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It was like, speaking of losing Rick, whilst young Judith was delirious, yeah. she says to Daryl, my mum's going to come back, I can't die. Like My mum's going to come back, and when she comes back, she's going to bring my dad. Yeah. Daryl's like a little raised eyebrow. What? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, kid. <laughs> Got some bad news. <laughs> yeah. Um Now, I was thinking about this a lot. Now, I remember because we had that time jump after Rick did what he did. And Daryl, it was kind of revealed that Daryl went looking for him. Like, Daryl 
didn't want to give up on the idea, like, until he found a body, until he saw Walker Rick, he didn't want to give up on the idea that somehow he survived. Yeah. And from memory, they said he was doing it for two years until Michonne so. yeah. finally convinced him, like, you know, stop, Daryl. <laughs> you know, you the are... people here need you, yeah. Yeah, and, and he still didn't return to the community. He still stayed on his own because of how he felt about it. And, but... Judith, like, revealing to him later on, I didn't want to tell you because I didn't want to lose you too. You kind of have to put all that into that context of her only knowing Uncle Daryl as this guy who was looking for her dad when she was young, young. <laughs> and yeah. then finally becoming this massive figure to her. A father figure stepped in, Uncle Daryl. Yep. And, you know, big ass kicker. <laughs> and... He uh, and the idea that if he thought that maybe Rick was alive, he'd go. You know, after Michonne went. Yeah. That's yeah. That's tough. That that's that's you know this kid deals with a lot, <laughs> and and that's just adding that in that she's had that on her brain as well. The whole time, yeah. That's like a that's a hidden gem that you know. Yeah. You could do without. Yeah. Now the hospital gets overrun, and it had a very kind of. A symmetrical feeling to the beginning where Rick was in hospital and for me there was a very deliberate scene put in as a kind of homage to that did you pick up on it yeah I did I mean you sent me a, a non-context spoiler <laughs> yeah. picture of Shane pushing a trolley through a hospital yeah so I'm watching it and when I saw this I sent you back laughing faces I was like yeah, yeah. Yeah. Nicely played, nicely played. Because there, there's this, there's this moment uh, when we get a flashback of when that hospital fell in Atlanta, and Shane um, actually saves Rick's life. It is actually Shane's the reason Rick's alive. Now, it's one of those weird things because you can completely understand why Shane would think Rick was dead when he uh -huh. left that hospital. He left the best possible chance for him, but the guy was in a coma. He wasn't awake, there was no doctors, no nurses to tend for him, no machines working, and the dead were eating the living. <laughs> but he still gave him the best possible opportunity by barricading his door with the gurney. Yep. Meaning that if he did suddenly wake up, he'd at least have a fighting chance, which is what he gave him. And Daryl doing that in that moment for Judith so he could go and help. Yeah. Was, yeah, that, that, that was, yeah, it was a nice, it was good. I like that. Um, it felt like a, it felt like a very loving nod to the past. It was a, a father saving a father figure and then a father yeah. figure saving her. Yeah. Yeah. A, a, a Grimes always in a bed, lazy buggers. Yeah. I thought the scenes between the group and the walkers around the hospital were just really great stuff. Um, Another little thing, we saw Walker pick up a rock and smash a window, reminiscent of Rick being Atlanta when he first met the group, and you see a Walker pick a rock up and start cracking it, and him going, we don't have long. <laughs> yeah, that was cool, the variant kind of thing there. Yeah, and so, all of their faces just kind of like double-taking it, like, wait a minute, what the... Yeah, oh, it is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and it just... Uh, it, I mean, it was good. It, it was just very, very good. Now... One of the groups, which is Rosita, obviously was looking for Coco. Yeah. Now, there's two things coming up here, okay? Yep. One is a I'm a father of a child actor. And two is, dude, that room had a lot more cots than just two, didn't it? 
that that room had a lot more cots and there was a lot more children than just the five or six that we see. So are we working on the theory that not only did this hospital get abandoned and people ran and grabbed meds and stuff, they also, the Commonwealth, the good poke of the Commonwealth, left the babies to be eaten. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm going with, they locked the door, left the children there and ran. Man, that feels, yeah, okay, yeah. so. Like, I was watching, I think I messaged you, I was like, yeah. the children, holy, the children, wait a minute. Yeah. Because so you there's, see... there's kind of, there's kind of rules in television, you know, the dogs don't die in American movies ever, mm-hmm. unless it's called Cujo, and you don't see babies <laughs> get Eaten. Yeah, but there, there's a scene where they're kind of looking in the corridor and there's walkers on the floor yeah. eating. Eating, yeah. And it's a very small hand. That is a child. That is a you know, toddler-esque. And, yeah. and I'm like, oh, wow, they've actually they've gone wiped there. out the and kids. They've, they've gone there and this is horrific. And the thing that doesn't get mentioned in this, and <laughs> and I, I know, I mean, the tone of the episode, etc., you can only do so much, and you can only focus on so many characters, but they weren't the only kid. They found two. They weren't the only ones now, missing. one of those things for me is like, so they find Coco, and they yep. find Jerry's toddler. Yeah, yeah. Jerry and his partner had, what, four or five kids? Yeah, no, a, cu- a few were back, were older, and were with her back at Alexandria, which was a question we still don't know the answer to. How in the hell did they all show up at Alexandria when they told us there were no other kids there but Herschel? Yeah. But anyway, side note. <laughs> um, there was definitely, yeah, there's definitely just had a load of uh, a load of children young, just got Young, wiped. yeah. Baby toddler sized kids. There were more. But anyway, yeah. we're, we're going to brush past because the thing I want to come on to is basically uh, Coco was saved because her cock got overturned. And the walker couldn't get at her. But let's just establish this scene a second. This is a baby. This isn't a child actor. This isn't a child actor who can have a nice conversation with the actor dressed as the zombie, okay? This is a baby who they needed to... Yeah, who they needed to cry (laughs) and be terrified. So as a father of a child actor and one this worked since she was very young... I can tell you, I would not be comfortable with that. I don't care what they're paying. Yeah, I am not okay with my baby child being tormented and terrorised. I can only surmise that that kid belongs to a member of the cast or crew, (laughs) maybe Rosita herself. I don't know. Because someone agreed to that. Maybe the person who is the zombie is the father. I don't know, but it was so bad. It's got to be something, because yeah, that kid was in the corner screaming, and I'm watching that. And yeah. I'm like, I that is not comfortable viewing. Like, no, for, no, that's no, not no. comfortable viewing. That was not in the sense of it's a baby being trying like cornered by a walker, and yeah. the other side of it is in real that's life, a baby being cornered that is someone by a walker. terrifying <laughs> a baby. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they yell, "Cut!" Now, if you're a director and you go, "Right, we need to do another take of that," I mean, you just get chinned, don't you? No, you're yeah. not, mate. Uh, <laughs> no, you you get you get one go at terrifying enough. the child. Yeah. It was. Um, can you do it again yeah. with more tears, please? You can. Yeah, cough. yeah. Can, yeah. <laughs> can someone? Yeah, can someone make the kid cry louder? Maybe. No, yeah. no, no, no. You can't really hear it over the background noise. Nope, don't care. Yeah. Uh, but Rosita goes in. She kicks ass. She takes him out. She takes the baby and her Gabriel and Eugene. Side note on Eugene. 
a little funny thing that just came to me. The guy's running around in a shirt and a tie. I know, I know that it's because it's all been happening so fast. But walkers grab long hair. They grab it. They're like, dude, take your tie off. Yeah. Like the first thing you've survived all of these years. You're a useless lump. I know that. But come on, dude. Uh, but anyway, so that was just a little sign. Ah, that annoyed me. <laughs> I was like, no, take your tie off, you idiot. Yeah. Now, oh, we need to talk about Rosita, man. We don't. No, we don't. We no. do. We do. Okay. We need to talk about it because me and you have <sighs> been building towards this finale for a while. And one of the things we've both been doing, we, we both had a character we we wanted to survive. Uh, me was Jerry. You was Rosita. Yeah. And we have a moment coming up where probably your favourite character in the show, Rosita, mm-hmm. um, is, dare I say, killed because she helped your least favourite character, Eugene, survive. Do you know what? This is going to sound controversial. Yeah. Okay. In this scene, yeah. I don't have hate to Eugene. My so, hate is actually blamed square at Gabriel. Bring me your knowledge. Why is that? So, Gabriel is at the bottom of the drain pipe. Yes. He, he gives Eugene the boost up to get to the window. Yeah. yeah. In my head, this makes sense. Gabriel is doing the boosting. Yeah. Eugene is strong at the top doing the grabbing. Yeah. That in my head, that's logical. Yeah. You've got a bloke at the top who can grab the next person, hoik him up if needed. That perfectly logical Gabriel who is meant to be in love with Rosita who is carrying their child yeah he then goes up the fucking drain pipe okay the language Timothy and yeah yeah I hear you he doesn't stop and boost Rosita up no 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 he goes straight up the drain pipe himself and leaves her down there fuming fuming (laughs) at this so there are there's a moment where She's climbing and falls. Now, we get... see this in the trailer, don't we? The trailer of the season, the end season bit, we see yeah. her climbing a drain pipe and her screaming. And now I've got that image in my head. I'm now watching this scene and I'm like, Haha, she's fine. That's a cop out. That's right then. Ah, fine. There, There is a nope. slow-mo mm. and we see her enveloped. And then we see her proper mama bear it fight her way back to her feet which i love yeah and i that, now sat there like yes that's a badass mother here we go yes that is that's rosita that's michonne that's maggie these are the characters we've known for a long time carol yep these are like you know i may die here but my kid is gonna survive and there's no Hell way yeah. she goes I, full yeah, on no. mama bear. yep and she absolutely rips through them, makes it out, climbs the ambulance. We see a walker start climbing, and I'm like, ah, <laughs> yeah. come on. Uh, she makes the jump uh, and makes up the safety. Yeah. And in in the calmness then, as the, as the sort of horde have moved on, etc., and there's a group there in this room, Yeah. we have a really quite beautiful scene where Coco's sleeping, and Eugene sort of comes over and says, hey, you know, I'll take her off your eyes. She's like, no, 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 I just want to soak her up, which... If you've been looking for your child, <laughs> yeah, you're just you know, and after just being through that as well, at what moment did you realise what was happening? Exactly the same moment as Eugene did, when she's yeah. like, "No, no, I just want to soak this all in." As soon as she said yeah. that, I was like, "Yeah, oh no, 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 and, no, no, no." And he looked at her, 
and she looked back and her eyes welled up and I and I just thought it's got to be somewhere on her back or something because yeah. and true enough it was on the shoulder yeah yeah I, it's funny because I am not overly attached to that character I'm not overly attached to Eugene these are characters that for me personally if had been killed off I'd have just been like okay and rolled now with this scene though again I got a compliment this is a game stuff yeah Eugene aggravates the life out of you but I guarantee now and I hope I'm not wrong you in these scenes watching him were just blown away oh completely the interaction between the two of them in this scene and Rosita's like no it's fine no one else knows no one else is going to know this is fine you're going to keep this damn quiet it's like I can't I can't do that like I love you. How can I keep quiet on this? Yeah. It's like, oh, you and it, me both, it was, brother. You and it, me both. It was, it was powerful, and it was brilliant, and it was well acted, and mm-hmm. oh, phenomenal. And and then we get, we get like later on, and I know we got bits in between, which we'll come to. There's the big meal scene, and Everyone's she tells partying, Gabriel, yeah, and you see Gabriel's all of his body language drop. And then Judith and looks over and notices Judith and she spot, clicks yeah. instantly yeah, and what's instantly. happened. Judith, again, child of the apocalypse. This kid's lived this her entire life. Yeah. She's seen countless people come and go and she's seen this happen. She's seen it. And Rosita's been a mainstay. Rosita's been part of her life for a long Auntie time. Rosita, yeah. Yeah, and so she just looks across and straight away is like... And her... Again, wonderful young actress. Her body language, she doesn't need a line. She doesn't need no, to say, oh no. Just the facial expression. Just the facial expression is heartbreak. That facial expression and was probably very similar to mine when I worked it out during the conversation with her and Eugene. So, <laughs> I was just like, oh no. The scene, the scene with Eugene really choked me up. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I, 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 I sort of went away from that. For, oof, oh, a bit of dust in the air, but I'm okay. I'm okay. Yep, same. The yep. scene the scene where we actually said goodbye to her. Yeah, it broke me. Yeah, man, so yeah. I messaged you about this and like the Walking Dead, you have like two types of death, really. You yeah. have the shot yeah. by someone death. Or ripped apart. And ripped death. apart death. <laughs> like they're the two kind of main main deaths. We we have had very, very few deaths have been played out like this was. No, um, which which I think makes it better. Yeah, I mean, I remember Carl's death was Carl's death was similar yeah. with the whole sitting yeah. down to being able to say goodbye to everyone, then sorting himself and that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, but this is so they kind of you could see she's got a lot weaker. She's walked and placed on the bed. She says goodbye to Coco, and I'm struggling. Yeah. Um, Father Gabriel, yeah. See you another time. Bye. What the hell, man? What the hell? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I. And then Eugene comes in and sits down and talks to her. She's all like, you know, I'm, I'm glad it's you. You're going to be the last person I see. I'm glad it will be you. Yep. And at this point, I am I am crying. I'm not going to lie. There are tears. Yeah, I, I, I did think of I'm you. Just, and I think a number of our listeners did as well. I checked our... Um, our Discord. Everyone was checking Discord. if I was okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I checked um, our Discord. No, no I was not okay. Other than people... <laughs> 
other than people giving me shit as usual, uh, there was genuine concern for you following the yeah, episode. Yeah, man, I was, yeah, I was not good. Like, I was, I was crying at this scene because it was just, it was so beautifully done. Like, if any yeah. character deserved to go out like this, it was Rosita. And at the same yeah, time, yeah, yeah. I'm absolutely hating the fact they've done it so beautifully because I'm now a mess. Yeah, well, and, see, the thing is, I find interesting. We, we get the jump forward, and I'm I'm sat there crying, and we have this little yeah. one year later, and he's obviously yeah. it's the year anniversary of Rosita or whatever because he's got his hand there, he's put a flower down. He turns yeah. around to his partner, and gets out. You know, he turns around to Max and gets out baby Rosie. Yeah, ugly cry. That was yeah. me gone. That was ugly cry. That yeah. I was like you bastards. This was this was Tony Stark dying in Endgame level. I was like ugly cry. Oh wow! I was like you wow, bastards. That's... Why would you do people, that? People, like people don't realize how how big that was. Yeah, man. <laughs> my, my my father and his friend almost moved across the cinema because of the mess I was in at that scene. So yeah, that was big for me. Yeah. And yeah, I'm now like full on like no, don't do that. Oh, you bastards. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, I'm with you. I, so glad the thing I watched Rosita this as well. <laughs> The thing with Rosita is her being such a military background, uh, action-packed mm. character, you would not have picked that death for her. Like, she's going get, to die getting shot. Yeah. She's going to die in combat somehow. But the fact that it didn't go that way, I think just made it even more gut-wrenching. Yeah, like the development of her character from when we first see her in season four as kind of like Abraham's partner kind yeah. of plaything almost. Yeah, and her development from season four to season eleven, we see her go through the absolute badass military woman that she was, yeah, to this kind of like caring person who falls in love and has a relationship to becoming a mother to then yep. becoming a badass again, but this time she's a badass because she's the mother figure, so therefore she's doing what she can to protect her family. Yeah. And then in this last episode, we like you say, we see full on Mama Bear protection yeah. mode overriding everything. Yeah. And then this beautiful goodbye as well. And I'm like, oh. No, I know. Uh, mate, uh, and I think I speak for everyone who's a listener. Yeah. Um, I hope you're okay. <laughs> because I, I genuinely. <laughs> I haven't cried genuinely, on the podcast. Genuinely. I, I got close. Genuinely. I, I'm, yeah. yeah, man, it was. Tough. generally felt for you because because on the flip side for me the character i would have been really because i i just want he's such a nice character jerry just yeah. like this guy's like larger than life he's he's been so much joy and fun all the way through like with ezekiel the kingdom everything yeah. and it just kind of like oh no let him survive you know let let me in my head create a head cannon for Jerry, where he lives long and happy life, you know? Yeah, there's a scene um, Ezekiel and uh, Lydia are talking about Jerry. Yeah. I think, is, is it Ezekiel she's talking to? No, Aaron. Actually, talking to Aaron, sorry. Yeah. Uh, talking to Aaron about him, like, they're out there still, and we've lost them. And he's like, nope, yeah. I'm not giving up on them. No. And it, it's weird. In my head, Jerry showed up in the show at the exact same yeah. moment that I expected him to. But <laughs> I had a horrible feeling Yeah, Jerry was going to be in the horde. Well, I had a horrible feeling we were going to see him just at the gate with a knife sticking out of his neck. 
because we saw Saw Walker pick up a knife and it led to nothing. Yeah. And therefore, the writers, you're mean. You're very mean people. You did that to us. But in honour of the fact that Jerry survived, I have a piece of audio here, which you beautifully got from me from Walker StalkerCon in London. Yeah. This is the fantastic Jerry. Sam, you might notice a shortage of pies, pie crusts, and pie fillings all through your lovely town of London. Know that me and my kingdom have come and taken all baked goods from your fair city. If you like them, you can come to the kingdom. Virginia. Deuces. Just an amazing guy. He was so <laughs> great to meet him. Like, he was one of those actors at the uh, the Walker Stalker that was... Yeah. He was just so for the people. Yeah. So basically, I got an opportunity. I spoke to his manager, explained who I was, where I'm from, yeah. uh, like with the podcast and things. and was like, can I just... Is it alright for going to get a picture? Obviously, you know... Everyone there was charging X amount for a photo, X amount for an autograph. If you want both of them, you have to give them your house keys. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I was like, look, I'm just with the podcast. The guy I do the podcast with, this is his favourite character. Can I just go get a picture with him just to to send back? Yeah. And the manager was like, you've you've got the press pass. So yeah, go on. You can go get a picture for your your podcast. I was like, oh, thank you so much. And I got to meet him. I kind of introduced myself, who I was, where I was from to, to the guy. Yeah. And Cooper was just like, oh, wicked, okay, cool. So, you know, do you talk about the show much and all this sort of thing? And I was like, oh, yeah, no, it's a it's a weekly podcast. We do this, The Fear, The Walking Dead, all that stuff. And he was genuinely, like, asking us questions about the podcast. Yeah. And I said, look, your character is, like, my mate's best, like, favourite character. Um, would you mind yeah. just kind of doing a picture or something? He went, oh, do you want me to, do you want me to send a message? <laughs> I was like, mate, if you would, that would be incredible. <laughs> Yeah, so he's like jumped on WhatsApp or hit the audio record. Yeah. He did the message. I got a picture, yeah. and and that was that sort of thing. But amazing, yeah, yeah Cooper just, is yeah. absolute top guy. Yeah, amazing guy. So, the light of Jerry survives. So, um, what there there was a scene in this episode which made me smile and laugh uh, quite a lot. So, do you remember when we first met Princess? Yes, crazy. And she was ha- she was crazy, but holding this. Re- ridiculously massive gun as well yes in yes. this in this we get this scene where basically there's walkers in the corridor mercer's in jail and he's like <laughs> stop he is he's steaming angry this guy is like pacing my my city's fallen these bastards locked me up and everything's gone wrong sort of thing and you hear loads of gunfire and then like get back from the door boom the door goes Hello, Princess. His sister runs in. I'm like, wow, did she do that? No way. And then Princess has stood, all the smoke clearing, massive gun in hand. I'm like, there we go. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> there it is. Uh, but yeah, Princess and and, uh, and Eugene's... I can't think of her name. That's awful. Max. Max, thank you. Wow, that was bad. Uh, is, <laughs> they go and get Mercer. Mercer uh, suits up, puts on his, his gear... He finds the guys who are loyal to him, and he's basically of the opinion he's going to retake the Commonwealth, get rid of Pamela, and fix everything and save as many people as he can. Yep. He tells the group, look, all of you, get out. I'll help you out. There's a truck. There's a few. This isn't your fight. And I love this moment because 
I think this line and this, these scenes sum up Ezekiel perfectly from the moment we met him is just, yes, it is our fight. <laughs> you know, these are people. Yeah. It, it's not about, you know, race, religion. None of that matters. It is literally the living and the dead. There is one enemy. I think someone else, I think Daryl says that later on. There is yes. one enemy. And it's just it's just so spot on. Ezekiel's like, no, we are staying because, um, you know, everyone's just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, there's a lot of people dying out there, and they don't need to. We can stop it, and and everyone's on board with that. This is, this is how this group survived for so long. You know, they've just fought for each other, and they're looking at this like, yeah, we're just gonna keep doing that, but now we're gonna do that here. We'll do it with you guys. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, I like that moment and then you start seeing them all getting organised and this now, this takes me to the moment I want to discuss which is there are two scenes with Negan and Maggie oh mate so yeah. I've talked about the sheer emotion and the acting and everything uh, we've had so far Luke dying, we've had Rosita I feel there are two scenes two big scenes between these two characters and I, I genuinely feel like the two actors involved, obviously one was leading one scene, one was leading the other, like sort of monologuing. And I feel like they, they went at this to outdo each other. Do you know what I mean? It was like, I'm yeah. going to beat this scene. This is the scene. And then the other one was like, oh, that was good. Now this is the scene. Yeah. And I love that. I love that because both scenes from me, mate, they're on another level. This is beyond... Anything I've seen in The Walking Dead, possibly ever. Yeah, these were phenomenal acting. Like like you say, it's almost like so Jeffrey D. Morgan stood there and he's gone, yeah. Do you know what? This is gonna be the scene that everyone remembers from this. This is the one. I'm gonna give my yeah. I'm gonna give my monologue and this will be the speech that everyone yeah. remembers. And when they look yep. back at this episode and then Lauren Cohen's kinda of looked at that and gone, Yeah, but you forget yeah. I've got a scene later on and that's gonna be the one. You wait. Yeah, you you might you might think that that's that that's the scene, that's the takeaway, but I'm gonna put the full stop on it. Yeah. I'm I'm the one. This is this is the thing. And uh, for me both are just ingrained. Uh it felt but, real, you know what I mean? Like it's a T V it, show, yeah, but man, it, it felt it. real. See see the thing is is when you watch a show this long you do become invested in the character to the point that you kind of mourn them when they're gone like this show's going people are going to feel mourning over it like yeah. it's probably going to hit people a lot harder next year next year there are going to be spin-offs and stuff so maybe it won't be so bad but like there are shows that when they end they've just ended like yeah. uh, a show like How I Met Your Mother for example completely different show me and you both love it it went around yeah. for 9 seasons 9 years when it went that when it stopped the following year, I was like, I I really miss this. I want to know what's going on with these guys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> People felt that over Friends, Big Bang Theory, lots of shows that run and run and run. When you when that show when something's in your life for a significant amount of time, you do mourn the loss. Yeah, um, I mean, yeah, even like so, things like they say Friends and stuff like that. That ended how long ago yeah. now? And they did the oh, reunion a, a little while ago. Time, yeah. And you watch the reunion, and you're like, oh, man, I missed that. When, why couldn't they do another yeah. show? Yeah, look how, ma- look how massively popular that was because yeah. people were just clamouring for that content. And, and you can imagine in 10 years' time them doing a The Walking Dead reunion show, getting everyone yeah, together. Yeah, pe- and, people people would be yeah. over the moon and be all over it. So this, this is something else. This, this was something else entirely, this finale, because... 
you so Negan's whole thing with this is he's taking the sniper rifle to take out Pamela. Yep. Maggie's just like, what's your angle? What are you getting at? And there is no angle, Maggie. I'm doing this for you. And I'm like, okay, I'm hooked. You've got me. I'm interested. Why Why would this be doing it for her? Are you, yeah. you know, because she kills people on a regular basis, dude. If you're trying to save her soul, that's long gone. Yeah, yeah. You don't yeah. want to be the person that pulls the trigger. She's like, yeah. and the difference with this person and all the others yeah. is and, and, what? And the next person I kill, because in about 10 minutes, I'm going to barrel someone else. Yeah. Um, But it isn't that. It's the, he says like because once you shoot her with this, hell's gonna rain down on you, and you're not coming back, and you have to come back. And I'm thinking, okay, so you're actually doing it to save her life. So this is your, I'm gonna give my life to save hers to kind of make it even. You know what I mean? So I'm, yeah, like, I'm yeah. fully invested. I, I'm like I'm working. I'm doing the math whilst the speech is going on. She's looking at him all dismissive as always, like just get out of my way, sort of thing. Yeah. And then he goes into it because oh, yes. yesterday I was on my knees with my wife and my and he he was about to say unborn child and he choked him, like he couldn't get the words my unborn child because of course she was heavily pregnant when he killed Glenn. Yeah. And I had not put the symmetry together. I had not done it on this podcast. We discussed all of those scenes and how great they were. I had not put it together. He was down on his knees. His wife was there. Yeah. He thought he was about to die. I, I, I had not done it. And so the impact of this, if other people had, maybe the impact wouldn't be so big. But to me, it was like, holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. And he was breaking. His voice was going. And he said, for the first time, I understand how you felt. And I yeah. did that. And he's like, I owe you more than whew, ever can be easily, like, but I have never said sorry. And I'm just looking at him like, oh, wow. Think about the start of this season, season 11. There's a scene between the two of them in the woods, and he's talking about, I lost people, and I only killed two of yours, and you killed like 30, 100 of mine. They had families, they had friends, and, she, and she's like, what, you're saying you do things different? He's like, yeah, I'd have killed all of you. Yeah. Now, <laughs> now, flash forward, he has lived and has felt that himself. And just, I'm just looking at this guy, and I'm like, wow, that is, yeah, that We were talking hitting. about his redemption arc kind of thing, and yeah, yeah that, for me, that was the full circle moment. That really was yeah. kind of that full circle of it, yeah. he now understands exactly what he did and the emotion. Yeah. I say it felt real. The emotion he was talking to her with and yeah. stuff. It was like, yeah, damn. And, and so she she takes the gun and walks off. And I'm kind of, I don't know because I, there's part of me is like, oh, for sake, Maggie. In that moment, I'm kind of like, come on, you could have at least just acknowledged like or said something. But then she stops and goes, "Are you coming?" and that's all she needed to say. It's like I'm never. You know, I'm not gonna say. Oh, okay then. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. like, oh, you're sorry for brutally murdering the love. Of my- okay, cool. All right. Now you've said it. We're besties. You know. Yeah. She ain't braiding the dude's hair now. But the fact she stopped and said, "Are you coming?" meant that she not only was she allowing in the and um, working as a team with Negan, he was gonna walk behind her. 
she has never allowed that. Look it. Check every episode. She yeah. doesn't trust him. No. <laughs> so, and it's a clever, such a clever little detail to throw in there that she now is kind of like, okay, you, you get it now. I believe you. You actually get it. You've actually experienced it and you get it. Yeah. Um. So that scene, mate, it just hit me. It just hit me so hard. And I didn't think we'd get another scene between the two of them because I'm like, what? why would we need one? Yeah, that is like the closure. Perfect. And then yeah. we do kind then, of get a couple of little scenes of her up there getting ready to pull the shot. Yeah, yeah but that's very um, business, isn't it? It's very kind of... Is, there's, a line, gonna... there's a line that is said, which I really liked. Yeah. So she is lining it up. Yeah. And Negan's like, hold on, wait a minute. Wait yeah, a minute. Something's yeah, yeah, happening. Yeah. Wait a minute. Yeah. I, I, she's, yeah, I know the line. She's getting arrested. Yeah. And she's like, I've got the shot. No, no, no. For someone like her, yeah. that's far worse than death. Yeah, being in jail is far worse than death. And Maggie gives him a look because, of course, that's what Rick did. Yeah. With Negan. Rick, Rick saved Negan's life to put him in to jail. To put him in jail. because And it broke him. Yeah. You, we all, you know, he, he acted all mad. And then we had that episode where he was he wanted to be killed. He, he wanted asked Maggie, Maggie to kill him. He asked Maggie to kill him, yeah. 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 It broke him in every sense. He was in jail for that whole time, like five years odd, seven years. He was in jail. Yeah. So. And then yeah. we have a good old uh, Lance Hornsby as well as a, as a walker. Didn't yeah, that was a kind that. of that was a fun moment. No, I didn't expect that arrow sticking out of his neck. That kind of made me laugh. Um, but it kind of made me laugh because there's a British sitcom on BBC One called Ghosts, yeah. and one of the ghosts has an arrow sticking out of his neck. So when I saw that, it just made me think of that, and I was laughing. Fair play. And uh, so was, yeah, that's so question for you as well. Whilst we're on this scene, um, obviously, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, she takes the shot and puts Lance down completely. Yeah, what when Pamela's kind of considering. To... Was she about yeah, to I think, him? I, I think Pamela was thinking, I don't want to go to jail, I'd rather die. Yeah. And I think she was like, no one here is going to shoot me, so maybe this is my I'll, way I'll out. let Lance get his revenge, yeah. Yeah. Because um, her yeah. face, when he gets shot, her face as she looks back is kind of like, oh, shit. Yeah. yeah. I, um, so I want to talk the second scene then. So yep. me and you... Both agree that felt like okay, perfect. So when she sat down to talk to him again, I was kind of like, "Oh, you're gonna ruin it! You're gonna ruin it!" See for Don't me, ruin it. yeah. For me, she sat down in front of him. Yeah. And my first thought was, "Oh, they're ruining it with a spin-off thing." Yeah. Oh, this yeah. is gonna be the spin-off set up, and it's oh, they've just had this incredible scene, yeah. and now you're gonna throw a spin-off down our throats, you bastards. Do you know, it's funny because I went on Twitter and someone tweeted this. And this didn't go through my head, but I can understand why it might have gone through a few people's. But they, they tweeted out, when she sat down, I genuinely felt sick to my stomach that she was going to flirt with him or something. And she was going to talk about an obvious attraction. And I was kind of like, oh, wow, my head didn't go there. But yeah, <laughs> oh, no, no, yeah, no. I'm, my head didn't that, go there, luckily. I'm glad it didn't. Yeah, yeah that would have been horrific. But, but I am just thinking to myself, no, don't ruin it. Don't ruin it. Don't yeah. ruin it. But wow, they didn't ruin it. Um, So this scene here, Lauren Cohen yeah. looked at Jeffrey Dean Morgan and went, all right, so you went to level 10, mate. Well, my acting goes to 11. <laughs> because... Yeah. 
I am going to take everyone on a roller coaster where I'm going to talk about Glenn. Possibly the most universally liked character ever in The Walking Dead. I don't know a Possibly. Walking Dead fan who didn't love Glenn. Yeah. And, you know, every every other character is a bit like, oh, that guy, maybe yeah, you like him, I don't like him, you like that one, okay. But when it comes to Glenn, <laughs> everyone was kind of like, love Glenn. <laughs> and what a lad, yeah. What what a great guy. Went went uh went and nailed the farmer's daughter. Legend. <laughs> um he and we went on this journey talking about him and how amazing he was. And so I'm starting to get a little bit cuz I'm like this is the end of the show and I'm thinking back and she's taking us on that journey and I'm like, yeah. "Oh, yeah, okay. You know, I you know, I don't need this." <laughs> I'm like, you know, I'm feeling the emotion. And she and she's like I can never forgive you. And I was like, yeah, that's fair. You know, I don't know why you want to say it to his face, but I get it. And then she went into those, and when I look at you, I can't think of Glenn in all those wonderful ways. I just see him beaten to death, calling my name, whilst you joke about killing him. And I'm like, oh, all of the redemption, everything Negan's done, it is easy because of the time, because we as the audience, you know, although we've not had the time jump, we've all accepted there was one, the jail, all of this yeah. stuff. We as the audience have kind of gone, well, it's been 10 years, you know, it's been this amount of time, you know, this has passed, he has changed. Yeah. Once she put that image back in my head, I was kind of like, shoot the fucker in the face. I <laughs> know, <laughs> <laughs> which is so mad, but I felt that anger. She yeah. managed to convey to me this emotional oh wow yeah Glenn Glenn was great I miss Glenn you're right he did beat him to death and he did laugh about it whilst Glenn called your name Maggie shoot him you know I went to anger and I and I was there and I was like wow you've done you've you've taken me on that journey (laughs) you have you have driven me there and then she completely took all that away and just leveled it with so if there are days where I can't work with you and I can't look at you and I can't do stuff, you need to accept that. Yeah, know that it's because I cannot forgive you for what you've done. Yeah. Yeah. But if you want to stay, you have more than earned your right here and I'm happy for you to be here. Yeah. And I was just like, that is incredible. It's like, wow. <laughs> just, just... I'm just, I'm still, like, as we're reliving it, talking about it, I am still just, wow, that scene was incredible. Yep, absolutely. Like like I say, phenomenal acting. I mean, I I still don't understand, I still don't quite understand why everyone's able to look at Daryl fine, but everyone hates Negan, but that's another side (laughs) side issue there. Side side note. We won't touch on the fact that Glenn's dead because Daryl threw a punch. We don't talk about that. Because no, no, we don't talk about that. Doesn't fit the narrative. Negan, Negan used to bring that up quite a lot, but yeah. however, over time, I think he's decided, maybe, maybe not. Now we then have what I call the action movie scene, which typically I mock in shows like this. Typically, I mock. I love this so much, possibly because everything about this show felt so good. Yeah. The everyone working together. Mercer has a plan. Get the fuel. Put the fuel. And I'm like, why are they pouring the fuel down the drain? Why are, yeah, they, was, why are they? Are they leading the walkers all into a massive drain cover? Like, yeah, I'm, I'm like, really why, why, are they, why are they doing it? I'm like, 
and then they're and they're going to draw them a music. By the way, playing Cult of Personality, what a song! <laughs> <laughs> love that track. So I'm 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 like beaming, man. I'm smiling. I'm like I love this track. The Cult of Personality. You could apply that to so many of the leaders we have seen in The Walking Dead as well. Yeah. Forget the fact that it's a great track. Forget the fact there's a pro wrestler, former MMA fighter, CM Punk, who has it as his ring walk. <laughs> um, and he's a massive, massive Walking Dead fan. Nice. Uh, massive, massive Walking Dead fan. So for him, I'd like to think he, he was just like, love that. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, it, it was that scene because they're drawing him out. And I'm, and I'm still watching it like, what is their plan? And then all of a sudden you see the record player is linked to all of these drums of fuel. And I'm like, their plan is literally to draw every walker to Pamela's house. So Pamela wanted to wall that little bit off. They are going to reverse it by drawing them all the way from the people to this bit and blowing it up. Which was like just the plan itself. Like when the penny finally dropped, I was like, Oh, what a plan. Wow. No, no. What makes me laugh? Thing of not having to worry about where her house will be. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) What a line. Well, you'd have to worry about where you're gonna live. Yeah, we'd have to worry Um, about who's living in your house. Why? Because it's a crater. (laughs) (laughs) Because you see out that window, there's like a smouldering. Yeah, that was it. So I um, there's something funny about this, right? So when that scene happened, what did you message me? Um, you messaged me kaboom. (laughs) Yeah. My notes, right, that I write, so on my notebook, it says, Big Boom, yeah. awesome Big Boom. Yeah, kaboom! <laughs> uh, we showed Walkers getting disintegrated. I thought it was brilliant. Yeah. I, I absolutely loved it. Um, and like we said earlier, we had that great scene with Pamela. Pamela's in jail. Great line. <laughs> great line from... Um, She's trying to, like, from, Pamela's trying to be all high and mighty. Yeah, oh, from I Carol. Make difficult choice. Yeah. You don't understand. Yeah, and Carol's yeah, like, we've yeah. made a difficult choice. You're alive. Yeah. Well, who, yeah, how are you exactly. going to find out who lives in the nice houses? Well, no one's going to be living in yours. Ah! <laughs> you, know, you know, all that scene missed was, like, you're leaving and, like, bitch. Massively, <laughs> yeah. Just, it, it was great uh, because it was perfect because also that's very Carol. Carol is absolutely in your place backhand. Sit down, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Go By the, the way, flowers. you'll get th- yeah. you'll get three meals a day. You'll get water. Uh, maybe one of us will visit you every now and again to take a dump later. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was that was beautifully done, and we have the one year later. Yeah. Now I don't know about you. But when I saw One Year Later come up, I had that little bit of worry. Now, yep. not because I've not enjoyed everything, but I had this little bit of worry that now what we were about to get is spin-off, spin-off, spin-off. I was fine. I was too busy crying at this point, so it's fine. Okay, go. Well, you're, you're sobbing, so that's I, good. But I'm ugly crying in the corner because he's gone. But what are you trying to tell me, Rosie? No! Yeah, no, yeah, I, no! I, I, I genuinely had this moment of fear of... They're gonna kind of ruin the ending because I wanted this. I wanted the show to have an end. I wanted the show to have an ending that felt like an ending. What I'm delighted to say is, although they gave us hints, Maggie saying, "Let's find out what's out there," you know, is yeah. a hint. That's a hint. Uh, Negan and Daryl showing each other a kind of a, a bit of respect. So Negan has stayed, but didn't didn't attend the meal because Maggie's there. He show you know. So 
there's respect. There's there's he is there. His wife's gonna be there and have a baby. We know he's around. We know that him and Maggie at least can work together or tolerate each other for five minutes. I mean, we assume his wife and baby's there. Yeah, yeah, they are. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, we see that Ezekiel is the is the new person in charge and perfect. Now I want to hit your pause Just... on that one because Ezekiel. Now I have been expecting Ezekiel to be killed off. Yeah, for about for two seasons. seasons now. Yeah, if and not more. If not more. If not and more. I swear, I swear, there was a leak somewhere. Yeah, that he died. That he died because he had asked to be yeah. written out of it. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, therefore, yeah, yeah. he asked for himself to be killed off. So yeah. I am waiting yeah. constantly, like with like yeah, almost yeah. like holding yeah. my breath every time there's a big scene with this guy. Like we so are here, one people. We'll fight with you, brother. And I'm like, oh, he's gonna die out there. Oh, they're gonna yeah, kill. Yeah, yeah. And he and then, like, he gets to the no, end, perfect. and he is the new and I'm like, what? <laughs> here's, here's a little thing from the Walking Dead fandom. Uh, this show had a group called the Spoiling Dead who yes. worked tirelessly, constantly, in the area to put together, completing our episode guide by guide if people wanted to have a heads up. Nobody f- put a gun to your head and forced you to go and read their forums, by the way. Okay. They did it for fans who liked it. But by the way, still watch the show. Alfie was one of them. Alfie, who I started this podcast with, would read the spoilers for the entire, everything that was available, and then watch every episode, and would watch it looking forward to the stuff he knew was going to happen. Yeah. I'm the other way. I like surprises. I, I, I like to not know. So yeah. every now and again, something happened. But that Spoiling Dead gave up on the show at the end of season nine. They They were done. They'd had enough. Uh, the fan following had walked away, as everybody knows. So from that point onwards, anything that kind of went out into the spoiler community didn't have that same kind of cast iron guarantee because these guys had sources on crew, you know. Oh, gotcha. So, so um, nothing, nothing ever kind of came out that that same level of concrete. Sometimes people got stuff right, you know, but it was more luck than judgment. Like, oh, I was driving past the set today and I saw so and so being carried. He's obviously dead. More luck than judgment. Yeah. <laughs> so. I, I think I, I kind of stopped looking and seeing that stuff and taking it as red, but like you, mostly because he died in the comics as well, and we saw him with the cancer and everything. That was, I, I kind of I was just waiting. I was waiting and waiting and waiting. They teased us, but it didn't happen, and I was delighted because I couldn't think of a better leader and the person next to him, the person running with him, a lieutenant governor, yeah. is Mercer. Amazing. Like, those two... That is going to be the best people that could ever run yeah. something like the Commonwealth. Yeah. Complete compassion from one and complete sense and defence and kind of the other. Yeah. you It's like a yin and a yang partnership, but where both of them respect the other. Yeah. yeah. I, I was I just like such a little throwaway moment of them unveiling it and everyone being happy. And I just thought, well, that's, yeah, perfect. I love the Con- princesses like little woo! Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> loved it. and I loved it. what a couple, Princess and Mercer. Just I was like, able would to not... smile through my tears at that point. Yeah, yeah, good, good. I'm glad. Um, yeah. I'm pleased to hear that. Uh, Carol is the new Hornsby. That kind of made me smile. Yep. Uh, perfect for Carol. <laughs> the, the kind of she goes, she meets new people, she greets them. She's in charge of like covert ops. <laughs> so Carol, if there was any ever a person to do that, yeah. 
Why was no, there a little not... group of people you found? Don't know. There wasn't a group. Don't know. Yeah, there wasn't a group. Yeah. But I found these weapons. Yeah. <laughs> what? Just lying around. Yeah, next to a load of dead bodies, Carol. Don't know what happened to the people though. No, they were, just they were looking at the flowers. Um. <laughs> now I'm not going to make a big deal out of this. Okay. Okay. I'm not going to make a big deal out of this because I know okay. some people are going to be really hurting about this. Yeah. But I talked about the hints to the spinoff, and one of them is obviously a Daryl-led spinoff. Uh, it was originally scheduled to be Daryl and Carol. However, oh, uh, yep. the actress obviously didn't want to travel to Europe and also just wants a bit of time off. Can't blame her. Well, we I think she's going to appear... No, no, and nor does he, by the sounds of it. I read an interview yesterday that you forwarded yeah. me, and it just sounds like they don't... It feels like they don't know themselves yet, which is worrying, but I'm hoping I'm, like I'm, hoping I'm just not was, reading that right. Daryl hasn't chosen to go there himself, so we'll find out why when the show I, comes I got this out. Horrible, I, like, okay. I got this horrible feeling episode one's going to be him waking up in Paris and then not knowing how he got there. Yeah. And we as the audience are going to be finding out as he does, and they can shove that up their ass because that's going to drive me insane. Anyway, oh, man, yeah. that's a side note. This, this is the thing. So... During The Walking Dead, there has been a, a portion of the fandom, a very loud, very loud portion of the fandom, known as, uh, I believe, carolers. Yeah. Now, these are people who have shipped, using their term, yeah. the a relationship of loving, a romantic relationship between the characters of Daryl and Carol. Oh, it must happen. I said it must on, happen, yeah. Oh. I said on a podcast a long time ago, possibly as far back as season six or season seven, I have always felt, that their relationship was brother, sister, best friends, and it, and I didn't ever want it to become romantic because I want people to see and to see on screen not every relationship between a man and a woman has to have some element of romance to it no. because those friendships can exist and people are kind of scoff at it. No, men and women can't really be friends. Yes, they can. They were like family. <laughs> Literally, they were like yeah. family. Brother and sister yeah. like family. They yeah. Were. And I, I, and I kind of put me and you. We, we, we talked about it and people Mate, we got came so at much us. Hate. I mean, they. Oh my god, the hate we got! It's not. It's not just like haters in. I don't toxic. like that opinion. People attacked us. Like literally, yeah. I had people looking up my social media. One person because I talked on the show about my daughter being an actress to track down her acting profile. And was sending me messages berating my child, who was eight at the time. It was awful. It yeah. was nasty. So, in the finale of The Walking Dead, where I get a scene where the two of them say goodbye to each other, and Carol calls Daryl her best friend. Yep. And they hug. Yep. I don't need to say any more than that, no. do I? Good. Um, so, we it have uh, so several good. scenes... Several scenes. I mean, yeah. I don't. You don't need to say more. It oh, just. That was so good. It's the end. Oh, yep. Every single person who sent just absolute evil to me, to Stefan, to to the into the show, just I'm smiling at you right now. Yeah, I'm so happy. I, I hope, you're, I hope you're having a good I'm time. So I hope happy. you enjoyed the finale. I uh, hope it gave you that, the closure you needed. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I really hope so, and I hope in the Daryl spinoff when he has a a new relationship with a woman called Yvette. Uh, you're all going to be suitably happy, but yeah. I um, yeah, that that parked. We have a lot of nice little scenes, nice little visuals. The kingdom, no, not the kingdom. Sorry, the Commonwealth looks incredible. Yeah. Uh, Alexandra looks beautiful, like they've painted the windmill. You know, just it's all everything. Lovely, yeah. 
Solar everything looks great. Days. Yeah. And we are seeing that all the people that we've cared for for a long time, Judith and RJ, yeah. and everyone's okay. Everyone's safe. Aaron survived. I'm sure Aaron would be gone, but he's there. Yeah. Lydia survived. Like... Her, her hand being out. Some characters who we've come to recently we care about, and characters we've known for a long time. Yep. Yeah. And it's just, it is an ending. Daryl going off on his bike into the distance. It was an end. It, it felt I'm like I'm sure an he end. went and, off to and, find Rick. I'm sure he was going I, to find Rick. Part of, me, part of me felt that as well. You know, like, you know, don't worry. If I see him out there when I'm just riding around, I'll let you know. Yeah, yeah. you're going to look. Yeah. But that's, so that's, so that's kind of it. And I kind of, I took a, I took a deep breath and I just kind of, yes, it was an end. I, I felt good. And, then my brain went. I am a little sad we didn't see Rick. I am a little. I am a little sad. The one year later, I half expected there to be like a knock on the door or something. The gate. Yeah. Oh, there's some people outside, yeah, and it's Rick's he- found a new group of survivors and led them just, to Alexandria. Just, or just yeah. a just a helicopter flying in with Rick at the helm, like, hey, everyone. Um, but no, it just. I, I I felt good, which I wasn't expecting. I was not. I was so dreading this episode. And there was a part of me as well. Like, I'm so happy the way it did end, with yeah. Judith and RJ kind of stood out yeah. looking over the cornfields. And yeah, I mean, let's be honest, we've, those cornfields have seen some things. You, you look know, back at yeah. the whispers and stuff. Those cornfields yeah, have seen yeah, yeah. things. And, they've seen some stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I'm uh, so happy but, about it. And at the same time, inside, I'm like. Oh, but now I know they're all okay. I want to know what the next couple of years holds. Uh, like, come on! But but that's good because, yeah. like I said, the end of Friends. We all want to know what happens next. The end. So it felt good. I I, I was happy. Um, we are the yeah. ones that live. The yeah. montage. I, oh, I, I got excited because I saw I saw Rick and Michelle, and I got excited, and then I realised, oh no, that's old footage. Yeah. Ah, oh, that's old footage. It's a montage. It's it's a good montage. And I was like, oh. Okay, that's good. And I was like, yeah, okay, that's that's a good ending. Oh, All right. Yeah. And I'm just I'm just kind of accepting it. You know, I'm just kind of accepting that that's what it is and it's a good ending. And then I see Michonne. Yes. That's new footage. What looks like very much her Wakanda gear. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, a little bit, yeah. <laughs> Except for the hockey mask. Yeah. I was kind of like, Michonne or Okoye? Yeah, Who am I looking at right now? This is a weird place um, to put a trailer. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, interesting, interesting. But yeah, I mean, she, uh, brilliant. Uh, loved, loved, and I a lot. So seeing her again as Michonne was like a real, okay, that's great. And she's writing a letter to Judith, like I know the radio stopped working. I'm so far away. I'm like, oh, okay, that's great. Kind of loving that we've, okay, okay, we didn't see Rick, but we got to see Michonne. So we've got a, okay, that's a nice little thing at the end. All right, fair enough. We know something's coming with him, her, and Rick. So that's a nice little nod there. I'm writing you letters, but you're not getting them because, you know, I'm like, okay, yep. that's cool. Yeah. I like that. Okay. And then we see him. He's like, oh my God. <laughs> and I am, I, I'm, I'm, I'm made up. I'm kind of like, you've ended the series and you've actually given me an ending. Thank you. Yeah. You've taken me on an emotional roller coaster. Thank you. As a fan, I wanted to see Rick at the end. You know, I wanted the last scene of The Walking Dead to be the man that started it. Yep. And you gave it to me. I was so And happy. it was. We see Michonne. We see Michonne riding off after this group again. 
that we saw her go after at the very end of her final scene in The Walking Dead. Yeah, she's still following. And them. we wonder, you know, we wonder what's going to happen there. And but for me, this this whole ending, and I love Michonne, so great to see her again. But this whole ending is me and you sat through two seasons of that world beyond crap. Yep. However, through watching that world beyond crap, we recognise the uniform and the weapon Rick was wearing. Yeah. And the weapon thing that he had. The fact he was barefoot because he threw his boots into that bag. Yes. Which we then realise... Is the bag Michonne found. Is the bag that Michonne finds because that boat obviously drifts down river a long way. Yeah. But there's a helicopter and the, the audio... Because like me and you discussed this a little bit, but the audio to this oh, just brought me joy because the guy says to him like... Uh, consignee, yeah, Grimes. consignee Grimes, all official. And then you hear this voice go, Rick. <laughs> for goodness sake, she, have you tried you it know, again? She, <laughs> she told you there is no escape for the living. And you see the helicopter coming in and he's looking at him with that Rick Grimes stare. Yeah. And then he just starts to smile. And I'm thinking, those guys are dead. He's taking the chopper. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but but he, he just... He just drives the, thing, the tool through a zombie's head and just goes, Damn. Yeah. The thing that speaks to me about it, though, is the fact that these guys who are out there to round up these people who have possibly got away are on a first-name basis with him. So yeah. <laughs> it's, it's kind almost of like, like, for goodness sake, Rick, why would you keep doing this, we, mate? Come on. We have talked loads, like, no way. There is no way Rick wouldn't have murdered a million people to get back to his family. Yep. And now we're kind of looking at this and we're going... Ah, uh, yeah, he did. He was trying. He tried hard. Constantly. Yeah. He was trying, but he was literally trying to get away from a, a, a group with helicopters, <laughs> guard, you know. Yeah. He, he, was, he was doing his best, but wow, that scene, it just capped everything off for me. Um, and like I said, uh, the finale, it hit, every, it hit every spot, every emotional, every fan service. Yeah. I'm delighted. I'm absolutely delighted, and I'm so proud to have been a fan of the show for for twelve years. Yeah, it's been a hell of a journey, isn't it? It has. We've had we've really had some has. ups and so, lows, but that's for sure. Um, oh, massively! Look, every, every show has dips and troughs. This this show definitely fell away, and I and me and you talked about it on a regular basis that it was like you know I, I may have to walk away because I don't want to do a podcast about something I'm not enjoying anymore. Yeah. Um, and then Angela Khan came in as the showrunner. Saved and, and it, boom. literally saved it. Oh, brought just, it back. just, just paid attention to detail. Just gave us story arcs and storylines. Yeah, allowed Daryl to speak again <laughs> in sentences. You know, uh, yeah, uh, dog. So yeah, yeah. I um, mate, I, I'm done. I, I all my notes are covered. I'm delighted and I'm so thankful to you for going on the journey with me for all these episodes. Thankful to Alfie who talked me into starting this thing at the beginning for every episode we did together. Uh, we will definitely put something together where we talk about the show as a whole, but for our listeners now talking about this finale, I think I'm done. Yeah, that's that's a wrap. Excellent. Thank you, everybody. Take care. This is it for The Walking Dead. So for the final time, do you want to sign out with that for the final time or do you want to say something for yourself? No, I'll give it an Alfie. I'll I'll do it for him. Okay. Everybody, for the final time of The Walking Dead, thank you and take care. That's a wrap.
confining lines have been located and are instructed to surrender and remain in place with your hands up. Come on, man. Watch the torch. There's no escape from over there. Thank you for listening to the Stuff and Things podcast. We hope you enjoyed the show. You can find us on Facebook or online. Simply search the Stuff and Things podcast to join in our conversation every week. <laughs>